Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. You're locked in to the hottest station on the planet. This is God's Journey Child, Fed Old Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weight of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. That's right, family and friends. It is the hot. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majow's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. And now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to You're listening to The Lord of Our Nation with Sandra Grace right now on TPV Radio.
2020. My name is Sandra Grace Martinez, and I'm here live with these wonderful, beautiful souls here at the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Thank you so much uh, for you guys having me and taking a chance on this lady that walks with the with the Lord daily, because I do, and I walk with him and I talk to him. And, and he talks to me. And and that is a great segue because I'm not crazy. I am a therapist. I have a license. The state of Texas has given me a license. I'm a licensed professional counselor. So who is Sandra Grace Martinez? So let me give you a couple of, you know, the quick notes of Sandra Martinez's life. And um, let's just start off with the norm here. Look, um, I am just a human in this world a human who cares. And I was brought into this world by two 
beautiful souls. My parents are from Mexico, so I am first-generation Mexican-American, born in San Antonio, Texas. Like I said, I'm a mental health professional. I'm also an advocate for women and children and and, and men, anyone that is uh, needing uh, help uh, for many things, especially the basic needs of life, such as food, water, shelter, clothing. Um, but I'm advocate also for other things, and and that I will will talk about soon. Um, I am a host of the Amplified Life um, on another platform uh, on Facebook, and um, well. How did I get here? Well, I got a degree in public policy um, in here in San Antonio, and I minored in criminal justice. Um, and the University of Texas at San Antonio was a, an amazing journey for me. I was the first of uh, many cousins, brothers, and sisters, uh, first generation in my gen- in my family that ended up going to school. So that was my first degree. And then, well, I just kept going. I thought, well, why stop with a, a bachelor's degree? Um, you know, I saw that, you know, being a daughter of, of immigrants, you know, I, I just observed struggles of social discrimination and economic inequities. Um, and I, I experienced it firsthand, and, and I still see it. And so um, now more than ever, I, I got a calling to, to reach out uh, on this platform because, God has said, and you know, it's time that he, he get that I use all the gifts he's given me, all the insight, all the bruises and, and fractures in my spirit and, and the healing and to provide it to someone out there that may need to hear it, especially in these particular times. Um, after I graduated, um, I did become a parole officer. And, well, I just love being a, a parole officer. And after seeing a couple of injustices in the parole system, I decided to further my education, and I obtained a master's degree at St. Mary's University. And right now, uh, I have a licensed professional counselor's license, but my degree is in marriage and family therapy. So... Well, um, I do dedicate my expertise uh, in protecting and aiding those that who have been marginalized and disenfranchised, um, and I advocate for the de- development of responsible social programs and awareness and in support of racial, economic, and environmental justice. And that's me in a little nutshell. Um, and so I, I want to start off, though, in prayer real quick and just give us a a really good boost in in our spirit, and so, um, dear God, I just pray that you watch over all of us this Friday. I see so much with my eyes, I hear so much with my ears, and I feel so much with my spirit. I know that you care deeply for us and you call us to you and you desire to work through us to offer messages of hope to others. And I pray that you touch, that you, that you touch my shoulder and help me provide what it is that someone's spirit may need, especially in this time. 
In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Well, okay, folks. Well, how I found Christ. I, I love the story. I think everyone should always tell your story. Witness, witness, witness. And uh, through witness, uh, there's empowerment because not everybody's story is the same. And so my story was... Well, I grew up in, in the Catholic faith, and so I was baptized. Um, there's pictures of me being baptized as a baby. Don't remember any of it, um, but it looked lovely. And so I moved on uh, as a, and launched into adulthood, not really knowing uh, my place. I, I had a lot of questions there. I you know, was launching into adulthood, and uh, I recall that I had a really uh, good friend in high school who uh, was talking to me on the phone one day, and she, uh, back in the day when we had real phones that actually plugged into the wall, and uh, there was, we did this three-way where we had another individual come in, and so all three of us were talking, and she asked me out of nowhere if I uh, believed in Christ, and course I I said yes I do why of course I do and uh, she said no I mean have you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior well no one's ever asked me that no one at that time had ever asked me that uh, now and, and and plenty of opportunities have you know have come my way I speak English and I speak Spanish and no one's ever asked me that in English or in Spanish till that time so I said no, I, I didn't know that we had to do that. And she said, well, let me give you some, you know, let me give you some scripture. And so we, you know, she, she, she spoke and, and then this blanket of comfort just surrounded me and I broke into tears. And she asked me again, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And I said, yes. And I don't know what happened after that. I don't know the chemistry in the brain. I'm not a brain neurologist. I know a little bit about the human condition. But at that time, what came over me was a beautiful blanket of peace. And for the following days, I just looked at people that I would normally just like, oh, there's that person again. I I looked at them like, oh, there's that person again. Hi, how are you? And there was a smile, like there's a smile right now on my face because I remember the beautiful blanket of peace. And and so as life goes, you know, I I made decisions and I, I went to school and I got married and you know had kiddos and you know a lot of things happened and sometimes, many times. I lost my way. I'm no different than anybody else. I'm human. And so I have, in the last several months, seen 
a level of of sadness and hopelessness that I had not seen or felt before. And that is why I am doing this podcast. And why did I name it Loda Bar Nation? People are thinking, what is that? What is that? Well, Lodabar was a town in the Old Testament in Gilead, not far from Mahanaim, north of Jabbok River, and it's in ancient uh, Israel. And so Lodabar was considered a, 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 a desolate town in biblical times, and nothing grew there. You know, as a matter of fact, the word really, it means no pasture, no communication, no word. So um, sometimes I I feel watching with my eyes um, the news or reading articles or hearing people uh, with my with my ears, um, but I can sense it with my spirit that there is a desert a spiritual desert that one finds themselves in. Not everybody, but many have, and many are. There have been tears that have fallen to the ground on this barren land. And there will be many more tears. But you're not alone. You're never alone. And so as a therapist, I say this as a as a foundation to the way I deliver therapy is that when my clients come to me, I meet them where they're at. I don't expect them to snap out of whatever it is that ails them. I meet them where they're at, and I walk them back to the light. And and I have to ground myself because sometimes I can I can remain there with them, but not for too long. But I still feel. The, the aftershocks of being in that place. So I have to be grounded in the word every day. Like I said, I'm a lady walking with the Lord daily. So what is the meaning of Lodabar Nation? Well, right now we are quenching. We're thirsty for hope we, some of us are financially crippled. Some of us are mentally at our wit's end. Moms, dads, caregivers, not knowing what's going to happen from one day to the next. And it is not uncommon to put kids to bed even before this before the the pandemic 
before the crisis we're in now. It was not uncommon to have babies go to sleep hungry, not something that we didn't see homeless people in the street. But we, but it just became something that was part of our community. It was It happened. It happened to other people. But more and more and more, we're seeing it happening to our neighbor in our own home, maybe, to our family. We are experiencing a shared experience. We are all, in a way, crossing through Lodabar. And how do we lift ourselves up? How do we lift others up so that they don't fall through those cracks in Lodabar? And I'll tell you, it's so very easy. You take a deep breath and you close your eyes and just have a level of gratitude, even if it's the smallest little thing, such as I'm grateful for having a nose. I know that sounds silly, but you'll want that nose when you can't breathe through it. I'm grateful for having arms. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I have bread to eat. So gratitude is probably the most powerful beginning of the day. It is it is medicine to the soul. Just thank God giving you one more day. And then you you take your day and you don't think about what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen the next week. Oh, my gosh, you know, how am I going to make, you know, rent? And how am I going to do? Stop and think. What are you going to do with your morning? What are you going to do with your afternoon? What are you going to do with your evening? You have to have a daily plan now more than ever. And in that daily plan, insert daily prayer, insert beautiful, uplifting music, connect to beautiful souls that can lift you up. So I am so against the term social distancing, they might as well say spiritual distancing because it makes no sense to be socially distant. We need to be social, especially now. Now, physical distance, I understand that fully. From a scientific point of view, I, I get it. But when I hear social, I hear spiritual, and it's not right because we need one another. 
I say, we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. And it's true. We have to take our day like we would take chocolate. We can't just get chocolate and, you know, great, you know, another day, you know, waking up is, is a gift. It is a gift. It's like having a just genuine, purest type of chocolate. And, well, if you know anything about chocolate, we can't throw that chocolate in our mouth. It won't taste right. It will probably make us want to not eat it. You take morsels, little bites little at a time, and it will taste. It's a wonderful experience. Your taste buds will jump for joy. Well, that is how the day can unfold if you take it in pieces. What am I going to do in the morning? What do I have to do in the morning? What do I want to do in the morning? What do I need to do in the afternoon? And how do I need to go about my evening? Some of us, actually, funny thing today, um, I spoke to uh, one of my colleagues, and uh, she said, I don't even know what time of the day it is anymore. And I said, look, sister, I don't even know what month it is. Sometimes I think it's March 37th. You know, I, I just, I've lost track of time. And it, it's true. We do get lost. We don't even know what day it is sometimes because of so much going on. And so I challenge you. I challenge you to break your day up in little pieces so that you can enjoy every special segment of that day. And you'll find that it actually helps you relieve some spiritual distress and is connected with our mental health, such as anxiety. And so today I'll talk a little bit about anxiety as it pertains to the Bible, because anxiety is paralyzing. Talked about Lodabar and how people, you know, become crippled even in spirit. So I want to give you something that you can have in your your toolkit of um, spiritual goods uh, in the event that you need it. And so let's get down to what anxiety is and what it isn't. Now, people say, oh, I, I have anxiety issues and a lot. I hear them. I hear, I, I've said it myself. And so I didn't know what that really was. Um, there are different ways of saying that one is anxious but not necessarily suffering from anxiety. Anxiety is a mental disorder. And a mental disorder doesn't mean that you're crazy. It just means that there's something going on and your, your anxiety, the, the feeling is manifesting itself and it, and it paralyzes you. So, um, and so that a very good way of looking at it. This is a really good, you know, again, in your, your spiritual um, uh, 
tools, I want you to know that anxiety is a fear-based disorder. It is a fear-based disorder, and it's also a disorder that actually is about the future. It's not about now. It's not about yesterday. It's about the future. It is a future-focused disorder. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if I don't get the job? What if I don't make my rent? What if I don't have anything to eat? What if I get sick? What if I do this? What if my son gets sick? What if, what if, what if? It just keeps going. Wow. Man, I will call it what it is. It is, you know, the enemy's greatest stronghold anxiety is. Because we can, we, I can accept being stressed out because people get stressed. We worry because we're human. We worry. We can be worried. That's normal. We can be stressed. That's worried. And there's things we can do for those things. There's, you know, cups of tea that, you know, I drink for stress. And, you know, I, I also drink a lot of water during the day. I exercise. I meditate. Um, but anxiety, once it's gotten to that point where you can't sleep, you can't make decisions, you don't want anybody around you, you just want to curl up in a ball, then, and it's happened for more than a week, then you need to see a mental health care professional or you need to go to your, your pastor and have them pray over you or both. Because anxiety leads to something that I used to think was um, a hoax, and that is called a panic attack. I used to not believe in panic attacks. I saw my mom once having a panic attack, and I thought, oh, this woman... She just wants attention, you know, and I regret thinking that because God has a way of um, of helping me be empathetic, not just sympathetic. And so several years after I saw my mother have panic attack and I knew that she was struggling with panic attacks. I was leaving Texas and headed towards Georgia, and I was uh, in my vehicle, and I was going over uh, into Mississippi in my car. I've got my son in the back, uh, my little boy. He's got to be about two years old at that point. He was a baby. And I was listening to John Lennon's Imagine, and I had had a series of, mis- of unfortunate events happened. That's why I was leaving Texas. That's for another show. But I was leaving Texas knowing I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be safe. I'm going to a friend's house in Georgia. And when I heard John Lennon's music, and when I said that in my head, the spring sprung. By that I meant I was so wound up on survival mode 
trying to survive my situation at the time that at that moment I pulled over. I was going over a swamp, so there was nowhere to go. There was no restaurants. There was no gas station. There was nothing other than on one side there was a swamp and on the other a swamp. And there I was in the swamp, not knowing if I was going to die because that's what happens when you're having a panic attack. You believe that you're going to die. You feel this pressure in your chest. You can't breathe. You feel like you're going crazy. And the scary part is that you think you're going to stay like that. And you think to yourself, oh, my God, I've lost my mind, and this is what it feels like. And I'm not going to be the same again. Well, it is so violent, the attack of having a panic attack, that it takes about 30 minutes. It peaks. It goes up in about 15 minutes. It, you know, you, you go from hot to cold. Some people throw up. Some people have pains in their stomach. It affects people in so many different ways. People start to cry. Grown men, I've seen grown men cry having a panic attack. It is a desperation. It's real. And it's scary. So after the 30 minutes is over, more or less, you come back to, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Like myself, that day I thought, Did I, you know, what, what in the world was that? Um, and then I called a friend, and, and she was a sister in Christ, and she said, Sandra, what you're talking um, about is, and what you experience is a panic attack. And I said, oh, that's what I get for telling, you know, to my mother that she just wanted attention. No. Um, God put me in my place that day. And, and I am glad. I am glad that he did so because now I understand. I get it. And I began with, like, oh, this isn't going to continue. I need to fence these fears. I need to fence these fears. What are they? And I will look at them, and I will just have to face them one at a time. So it was a journey. It took me a year before I got full control of the panic attacks. Um, I want you to know that it's not uncommon to even have a panic attack about having a panic attack. It is insidious. It truly is. The enemy has a way of just putting that around uh, that, that uh, his, his little tentacles around your spirit to try to suffocate it. I know that I will forever be grateful that it happened. So thank you. Thank you, whatever darkness was there. And, you know, I'm going to say thank you because I am stronger in faith. Bring it on. I have to confront it. And I confront it every day. Like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You're, you're that, that thing that 
tries to have its tentacles on me. Well, not today. <laughs> not today. Christ is mightier than given me. So hopefully that helps you understand a little bit of an, about anxiety. So anxiety is a fear-based disorder. Anxiety is, some, is a mental, uh, and I call it a mental disorder, but, you know, it sounds like, oh, my gosh, you know, we should all be in, like, these, you know, white gowns and, you know, strapped up, and, and it is, and it's just, we're struggling. It's a struggle. It's a struggle that we, all, we have, and no one is immune to it. No one is immune. Now, my son, Joshua, he's 13, and my son, he has autism. Um, my son is, uh, and he'll tell you. I mean, he'll t- he'll tell you right off the bat, like um, like a disclosure. Like you know, if you want to engage with me, be aware I have, you have autism. Um, but he's a hoot. He's on the high functioning side of the spectrum, so um, he's just a genius. Um, he remembers a lot of things, and, and thank God that. You know, he is in my life. I've learned so much from him. Uh, but he has anxiety issues as well. So, um, yes, kiddos with autism, more times than not, will struggle with anxiety issues. And I've had the, 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 the pleasure, the, you know, God has brought, you know, souls uh, and clients to me that are struggling um, with anxiety, kids that are struggling with anxiety, you know, in their in their social setting. Uh, so I, I, it's a, it's real, and they have panic attacks as well. So it's not just adults that have panic attacks; children have panic attacks too. So how do we how do we connect this and the word of our Almighty God? Well, that's what we're going to do this very moment. Because I want you to know if you are in Lodabar, it's going to be okay. That you are doing better than you think. That this isn't a hopeless situation that you are never alone. So I hear that a lot. Oh, I just feel so lonely. Well, you may be by yourself because nobody's with you in a room, but you're not ever alone. There's always our almighty God, waiting, waiting for you to just say, hi, hello, hola. He will wrap that blanket of peace. I promise he will. He'll do it every time. The blanket is there waiting for you. The blanket is his word. He promises us so much. 
He promises us and his promises will be fulfilled. He extends his grace to us. I want to be very clear that the most successful stories that I've had in overcoming anxiety issues or quote-unquote disorders have been with clients that believe in Christ. They are thirsting for hope and the right words. Nowadays, we all are. Now we all are having the same, like I said, we are all experiencing the same feeling, this pulse in our community of uncertainty. We all can feel it. We all sense it. We sense it when we go to the grocery store. We sense it when we go to the corner store. We sense it when we pass by our neighbor. But we will get through this. This isn't our forever. And as far as anxiety, being a fear-based disorder, well, it's best to know that the best sword one can pick up is God's word. That he's got tomorrow. Don't worry about that. I see that every day. I see that every day through my experience. I see my outside porch full of cardinals. And they're eating. Not a worry in the world. I see the fawns that were just born. And they're with their, their moms. Not a worry in the world. They're taken care of. Aren't we? Aren't we? Our father's children. We are. He has an immense love for us. So... He is rich in mercy, and because of his great love, we all can enjoy peace. We just have to give ourselves permission, and that's a trigger word. If nothing else today, that is something that I want you to remember. We have the choice to give God permission to blanket us with his peace. And sometimes we need to do that by breaking our day up, morning, noon, afternoon, evening, middle of the night, 
whatever your schedule is. Break it up into pieces like a, like a chocolate. And life would be a lot more palatable, a lot more enjoyable. And the beautiful thing about this state of mind is that it's infectious. They say coronavirus is very infectious and or COVID-19. Yes. Yes, it is. So is a smiling face, a word of hope, an uplifting song. Oh, my. Let's create another type not an infection, but a resurrection of the human spirit and how we truly are and that we are loving human beings. We are. And we need love. And we want to give love. And if that wasn't true, there wouldn't be Match.com or Plenty of Fish or these other places. I said, like, people want to be loved. Now, that's romantic love. But my neighbor, she's 83 years old. She is a pistol. I love her. Um, I actually live in the house that her sister used to live in, and her sister passed. So her sister passed, and the house was sold. And, and, but her sister lives next door. And every Sunday, I have my son do a community project because he can't be playing, you know, his games all the time. And I have him do a community project. And this is something that hopefully if you've got some kiddos, um, you can you can hopefully just kind of you know, use it to help your kiddo know that he belongs to a community. Um, he puts on his mask. And we are artists. So I am an artist. I paint. And my son's an artist as well. My son's been painting since he was three. So he uh, will take, he'll make a painting and then he'll give it to Marcel. That's her name, Marcel. And so, um, and that makes her day. Just a painting. A painting brings such a smile to her beautiful face. And um, I just you know, I just know that my son understands the beauty of it because he's like, oh, next time I'm going to paint her this one thing because she said she likes, you know, um, this type of flower. And so then, it, so it's an it's, a, it's not infectious, but like I said, it's just, it's catchy. It's going to bounce into somebody else. My spirit, if it's bouncing up and down and happiness, it's, it's going to bounce into somebody else. I can guarantee it because I have been around people that are negative Nancy's. And I am always the bouncy one going, hey, everything's going to be okay. And then, you know, after I irritate them, you know, they will eventually succumb to Sandra Grace's stuff, uh, you know, my rhetoric, I guess. But I love to see people smile because because the the opposite I've seen too much of, and I've seen too much of it lately. We are 
in the midst of change. Change hurts. And we'll get through it. We will. Love always wins. Always. It may not look like it, but it always wins. I just hope that if you find yourself in Lodabar, if you find yourself in a barren place or thirsty or somewhere and you want to rise, I hope that you can use some of these tools to help you at least lift your chin up parallel to the earth. And that is a good start. Lift your chin up. I guarantee you with the finger of God lifting it up when you do. Thank him. Thank him for everything that you can possibly think of. So I don't know if I have any callers. If I do, um, I will take those calls. Otherwise, I would just like to prepare you for my next show. Um, the the call-in number here at the Psalmist Voice Radio Network is 515-605-9873. That's 515-605-987. Next time, we'll be talking about something very near and dear to my heart, and that is how do we help others when they're going through hurt? So my next episode at Loda Bar is called Pain and Suffering, Helping People in a Hurting World. So you'll leave the show not only understanding what pain may look like from a mental health care point, but also how to help with healing words straight out of our Bible. And so thank goodness for this beautiful show and the opportunity they have extended to me, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, at 515-605-9873. They are amazing, and I am so humbled. Um, I will say also that I will um, always pray at the beginning and at the end because I think the power of prayer is just, it's, it's like having um, a compound arrow, a uh, bow and arrow. It, it is uh, something that it can send something your direction um, if you just open up your spirit and let it let it come on in. Because it's 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 not it's not sharp. It's actually like I said. It's it feels like a blanket, a warm warm blanket 
love. It's from God. It's his arms. So we'll bow our heads in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this time that you have have given me. It's a gift, and I dare not take for granted your gifts. You've always looked out for me. You've always looked out for my family, my friends. I ask you that those that are needing peace in their hearts and in their minds, especially in, in these times where it seems hopeless, it seems confusing, it seems endless, that you, Lord Almighty, show the beautiful, amazing, majestic presence of your love and you know who needs it you know who needs it it's everyone I'm asking if they ask you today please I want to share the blanket that you put around me that day when I was 18 years old I want to share that blanket with the world. But for now, the listeners will do. I love everybody. Thank you, God. Amen. Well, I thank you guys for listening to Lodabar Nation. Here again, Sandra Grace Martinez, your mental health care expert and Christian. Now, again, um, We may not have it all together, but together we have it all. And if anybody says anything about me, just say, well, I'm a lady. Basically, I'm just a lady walking with the Lord daily. That's what I do. And I won't ever see. I ask you for... um, I ask you for prayer as well as I keep going with this ministry. I love you guys. Texas size hugs and kisses. Good night.
You're, you're listening to The Vote of Our Nation with Sandra Grace right now on TPV Radio. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.